Hey guys, welcome to Killer's Crawl Space. Thanks for tuning in. Um, this episode is going to be about cults. Um, I'm very interested in that, so I kind of put together a little fun thing. Like, no, the situations aren't light, but I'm trying to have like a light feel about things and just kind of everybody give their opinions, you know, comment, go to our page, you know, whatever you want to do. Let us know what your favorite cult is, um, why you like them. Like, it's just kind of fun. Get your mind off things. So, the first one that we're talking about is most famously town, which is Waco. So, you probably know what I'm talking about. Waco, Texas. Cult itself was actually named the Branch Davidens. I hope I'm saying that right. I'm not sure. Um, but the guy, David Korish, he was actually born Vernon Howell and changed his name. And he tried to join the Church of the Seventh-day Adventists, but was expelled because of radical theories. And to me, that's kind of crazy because I don't know a whole lot. I haven't researched a whole lot about the Seventh-day Adventists. But from what I hear people talk about, they have some, like, very extreme beliefs and are, like, insanely toxic. Like, no offense to anyone that is. This is just from what I've heard. So if you have a different opinion or if you are somebody and you'd like to message the page, let me know, like, what actually goes on. I plan to research it. I just didn't have time before this episode. So um, I apologize if that offends anyone. But this is just going off of what I personally have heard, you know, hearsay. So, um, so to me, that's kind of crazy for them to be expelled over radical theory when, like, they have a reputation for radical theory. Um, but he taught his followers that the world would end soon and that he spoke the word of God. Basically said, you know, he speaks to God like he... He knew what God wanted, and he had these people convinced, like, totally, he knew what was going on. He talked to God. He knew the world was ending, and just taught him all his ideas, like his self-centered sexual teachings. Um, he slept with members' wives and marrying underage girls, and all of that drew unwanted attention from the media and the government, so... um. In March of 93, the ATF launched a raid, but a member who was running errands actually called to warn them. So the agents, when they showed up, they were met with, like, guns blazing. Like, there was a full-on shootout. And when the law enforcement arrived, like, the task force, they also were fired at upon arriving. Um, they stormed the building anyways. Four ATF agents and six Branch Davidens were killed. David was injured, and the 51-day siege began. So they, they went through this for 51 days. Um, the media was all over it. It just, and it made everything worse. Media always makes everything worse. Um, because it's usually exaggerated or just out of context. It just does not go well. It makes everyone in a panic. Um, so during the siege, the siege, wounded cult members, such as women and children, were able to flee to agents. They brought in armored tanks and shot tear gas in the building, but an unexpected fire broke out due to the cult's number of weapons. They refused to let firemen expose themselves. 
77 members died in the fire, including David and 20 children. On the second anniversary, too, I thought this was interesting. Um, it was the second anniversary of the fire. Timothy McVeigh, I think I'm saying that correctly. He wasn't a member, but he blew up the Alfred P. Murrah building in Oklahoma City as revenge for the raid. Uh, he ended up killing 168 people and injuring 700 others, including children. So that's pretty extreme. Um, and until 9-11, this was the worst act of terrorism in the United States, like literally up until 9-11. So like, that's pretty extreme. Like, so he must have just, even though it was all done, the cult wasn't. Have you even heard of Timothy, Timothy McVeigh? No. Yeah, he's the one who used the fertilizer stuff. Oh, okay, yeah. yeah. I didn't know his name, yeah. Yeah, that's him. Yeah, you said it, you, you said it right. But um, I think where Chad was at, mm-hmm. I think, I want to say Timothy McVeigh, because he talked about one. He called me on the phone once. He talked about Timothy McVeigh. He was like one of the last deaths. That's really interesting. That's pretty crazy. I'm sorry if you hear my pages turning. But yeah, that that we're gonna have to watch the documentaries on that because that's a very interesting one. Oh, it really is, and there's tons of like TV shows that are mm-hmm. like based on it. There's documentaries like it's that's a wild one for sure, and it's definitely one of the most famous. About every cult, they're they're similar, but they're also different. But what do you think about like that cult in particular, like? He really had a large number of people convinced he spoke to God and God wanted him to sleep with their wives and daughters. That's just your everyday thing. That's crazy. That's like just your everyday thing. You got people. Even if I was that. a super religious person, if somebody said, Hey, um, you know, we believe in the same God and he told me that he wanted me to have sex with your underage daughter and your wife, I would quite I'd be like what no? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, like I'm pretty sure my God didn't. It say seems that. like most cults, it's always like the leader always has sex with like multiple women, like no matter their age. That that is a one key. Yeah, thing. That, it's pretty, that's one it's common like, denominator. It's, it's more like a man just trying to want to be like, well, I can get a free woman and just say, hey, somebody told me to, or hey, you know, follow me type thing. I, it's yeah. This episode was basically just more about, like, famous ones, but you know what we should look up, though, to see if there was any women cult leaders and see how they ran their cult? Because there could be without famous ones. That's a good question. I don't know. Yeah, I'm going to look that up. I personally don't know of any famous cults. We might be able to make this. cults with women. I'm not sure. We might be able to make it, like, a not a series, but, like, another episode on it of, like, not famous ones that people probably don't know of. But our next well, one... this next one I've never heard of that you're going to go over. He's being a smart aleck. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> okay, so this one, everybody knows this one, Charles Manson. What? He's Charles Manson. And for everyone that calls him a serial killer, he is not. And... Yes, he is. Stop being a smart aleck. <laughs> Um, How do you know he wasn't? Were you there? Exactly. Leave me alone. Um, 
So, yeah, everybody knows about this one. Everybody gets in heated debates about this case. And I, like, I have a very different way of thinking. I don't think Manson was that bad of a guy. I, so. I've, I could see it because I've watched a lot of the interviews. I've talked to people that met Manson and stuff. And he like, may have not been the greatest, but he is not what the world and media has made him out to be at I all. recently found out something interesting through a pen pal of his, the one that's fighting over the estate and stuff. Uh, he said when Manson danced and done stuff like that in the interviews, that was him actually talking to people. Because he said, he said in a letter to him something about talking through TV to his friends. Yeah, that's he was he, smart. That's how he sent messages. He'd done the dances and stuff. Yeah. And that was a message he was sending to them. And that's actually interesting. Everybody, that's what I'm saying, man. You think these people are crazy and you're just like, wow, that's a real nut job. Like, there's probably a method to the madness. Sometimes there isn't, but a lot of the times, the people that you think are crazy and you think they're just stupid, they are the smartest people. Like, do not underestimate, like, for sure. But, uh, the Manson family was started in 1967. Uh, this is all from an online article, by the way. So, what I have wrote down here, I do not necessarily agree with everything, so don't take that as this is what I'm saying. This is from a website, so just keep that in mind. Um, Wait, what is it? And it says he used sex and drugs to to seduce lonely, isolated young people to his circle. Um, his is the rare case of being a cult because they are the non-religious cult in U.S. history, like like the first non-religious cult. And um, his beliefs were drew upon ideas from Scientology, Satanism, and other esoteric teachings. Um. His prophecy was America would fall to a race war called Helter Skelter after a Beatles song. He said the African Americans would win. Said war, said war. Hang on, sorry, I got lost here. Said the African Americans would win the war, but would soon turn to white people for leadership. Manson's intentions were to hide during war and to reemerge to lead the victors. Impatient for his prophecy to be fulfilled, Charles Manson ordered his followers to commit a series of murders, framing Afri African Americans over two days. Nine people were killed, including the coffee heiress Abigail Folger and the actress Sharon Tate, who happened to be pregnant and is the wife of director Roman Polanski. He's a pedophile. Yeah, fuck him. Um, the stabbed victims, like they were stabbed, like brutally stabbed and messages were left in blood like rise death to pigs helter skelter the public was horrified and the murder instantly became a national sensation manson and certain followers were arrested but death penalty was banned in california so he spent his life in prison some followers remained faithful to the end um i don't know how to say her last name but lynette Frome. F-R-O-M-M-E, also known as Squeaky. Young and lonely, seduced by Manson in the 60s, declared him the god of love and sex. And a few years after his trial, she pulled a gun on President Gerald Ford and was quickly arrested. And the quote was, life wasted on a meaningless, vicious prophet. 
um, Squeaky, if I remember correctly, she was in West Virginia, like Alderson. Alderson? That's really close Alderson. to Lewisburg. Yeah, I believe. Yeah. yeah. But, um, the whole thing with me, like, um, a lot of people think he's crazy, dumb, mm-hmm. but like, I see a lot of stuff. He makes a lot of good points. But I don't really believe in the whole Helter Skelter thing. Because. I don't. I think he was very misunderstood with what need, he said. You, you have to be very intelligent and open minded to kind of understand what his message you is. You need to read that book. Good, I know. The Goodbye Helter Skelter. Because the Goodbye Helter Skelter is a guy that actually is dating one of the Manson girls. And he met Manson and stuff. And it throws that whole theory out and actually makes sense. Basically saying that Manson could have not went to prison. And if yeah, I read the book years ago, but basically saying Manson grew up in prison. And we know he did all, you know, he was always like something when he was little. But basically yeah, the whole, well, the no, he didn't rat people out. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't change like, he hasn't really changed his story at all. He said he wasn't involved, and but he kept that mentality. You know, he did not rat anybody out. When everybody else turned their back on him, he kept his word. And, and I love that. Him. That like that's some honor. Like that is some high quality shit. Like you do not find that anymore. Everyone that I have ever seen is basically just a rat bastard. Like not even about crimes or anything. Like people just do not have the same like, integrity or anything. Like, people are honestly just... The more the world goes on, the more downhill everyone goes. I think you'll really like the book because he makes a lot of good quotes in that, too. And it really just throws out that whole theory. Because if you look at it, because I have some letters from some... I got a letter from Bruce Davis, uh, Charles Watt... Well, Tex Watson. And uh, they're all, like... Kind of, you know, they blame they blame Manson for everything, but which we we weren't alive back then. But maybe it's true. But there's just some things that's kind of sketchy because most of these kids were on drugs, and you know, Tex was the one there, and they said he was like the worst one off and stuff. Okay, but you know what makes me mad though, like how these articles and stuff portray it, like, oh, he's luring children to the drugs, to the like sex and rock and roll. Like, no. Because they didn't, they were misfits. They were outcasts. They didn't fit in. They already had been involved in drug use. It's like what he Just said. because he provided things did not mean that, you know, right. he like, he's not in a van out there luring kids in. It's basically like, He people... basically was there for people that had no one, that needed a family. He provided some form of connection. And that quote that says, her life was wasted on a meaningless, vicious profit. Um, that's that's not a life wasted because if she even for a minute felt like she had a family and that she belonged somewhere, I guarantee you that was worth it to her because she probably did not have a lot. She probably did not feel like she felt in, even if she did have a lot and had a good life. She may have not felt like she felt like belonging somewhere. Like, I don't know if anybody has ever felt, any of you guys have felt so desperate for a connection and so desperate for that family and that love and just, like, you know, the peace, love, and light stuff that all these cults talk about. 
Like, I guarantee you, drugs or no drugs, no matter what, the people you're around, if they make you feel that good and get you on that spiritual high, that's that's amazing. That that would all be worth it. I guarantee you she does not regret her life. Like, I bet she does not regret that time in her life. And I feel very strongly about that. Because that was not meaningless to her. She would not, if she did not feel so strongly, she would not have followed him so hard and stuck by him like that. You know what I'm saying? He actually had a good thing, you know, the air, uh, tree, water. Holy crap. Was it air, tree, water, and animals, or animals? The ATWA. You know, it's basically saving the planet. Like, he has a good yeah. thing. that Like, that's a good thing. But one of my favorite quotes that he's ever said was about the mind is endless. You put me in a dark, solitary cell, and to you, that's the end. To me, it's the beginning. It's the universe in there. There's a world in there, and I'm free. That was one of my favorite quotes he's ever said. What's the one from the interview? Because he's talking about being in jail because they were asking him, like, you know, are you upset that you're in jail and didn't do anything or like something? They worded some kind of question to him and he was like, well, what difference does it make? I'm locked up in here. I'm locked up out there. Like started talking about his mind. Well, he was talking like, about basically man, saying that where we work and stuff that we're in prison. Like he's so free. when he, like when he talks about his, uh, mentality and stuff, like, it makes a lot of sense. That stuff hits me hard. I'm telling you, I'm a sucker for it. That's like when he said that he, um, like, they asked him what he would do, and one of them, what he would do when he got out, and he was like, I'd go sit in the grass. Go live out in the jungle. Well, not the jungle, but the desert with coyotes and wolves and do stuff. Like, I just love him. Like, I don't know. I Like, I idolize this man. I don't well, know they why. Wouldn't even like... let, they wouldn't even let him defend himself. They yeah. said that he would, he would brainwash. Yeah, that's insane. But he was like, he was not like that. He said what he had to say. He spoke his belief and what he thought and what was on his mind. But he let he let them come to their own conclusion with it. If they believed it that hard, you know what I mean? You know what I'm saying? Like, he wasn't doing anything being like, oh, you have to believe this. He just said what he thought. Just like we are right now. Like, we could say all of this, and we could say how we felt about murdering people, but I guarantee you that if it wasn't two famous people that was murdered and the pe- the rest of the people with them, if they were not connected to those famous people and they weren't famous, this would not have blowed up like it did. Like, yeah, the messages probably would have been all over the news, being like, oh my god, somebody wrote Death to the Pigs, oh my god. But if they weren't famous, do you think anybody would have truly gave a fuck? Because there's people dying every single day. There's bodies being found in rivers almost every week. And this is just in West Virginia. Like, that's just in West Virginia. So imagine all these other places that are way more hard and have a lot more crime and stuff like that. Nobody gives a fuck. Manson sales. Like, he's made California a bunch of money. Oh, yeah. You put his name on anything, you're going to get money. Like, that's basically what you looked at. You're getting money. That annoys me. So, like, I I get heated over this stuff. Like, it really bothers me. Like, it makes me so mad well, because case, I don't think he deserved that. And then the way that people acted over his death and the people claiming to be his family and shit. Like, you don't know what he wanted. You were never around. You didn't talk to him. And the way that people talked 
like that one guy, I don't know who it is. I I get too heated about it. I try not to follow it too hard. Uh, Bruce updates me a little bit because I it literally makes me so mad. Like it's damaging to my mental health. Um, but when he's when he said on that video, like they they were just like trash talking. I'm like, oh, I'm glad this is over with. I'm glad I don't have to deal with this. And I'm like, what the fuck did you deal with? Like, you didn't fucking do anything. You weren't there for him. Like, what'd you do? Write him two letters and then fight for his ashes? Like, fuck you. I'd say out of anybody that I would defend, his would be Michael Chandler. Yeah, that that's who I agree with, too. That was his friend. That was his lifelong friend. Was nice to him, did not. He would have followed through with his wishes. That other guy, like, if they ever come across this, I hope you know that if I ever got the chance, I'd break your fucking nose. Like, I am that mad that I would physically put my hands on you because of the way you acted, regardless, not even over Manson, just to not follow someone's death wishes. That pisses me off. That is their final thing. Like, he did not deserve that. He made money off of it. Yeah, I know, and that's what makes me... Fame, 50-minute fame. That's what makes me so mad. Like, I could just tape money to him and set him on fire. Like, ugh. Like, I get, I'm so heated. You can't can't threaten people. I'm not threatening. But Michael Chandler, like I said, out of anybody I've I've seen, you know, uh, there's, uh, see, The Serial Killer Culture by John Borowski. He he actually interviews Michael Chandler. And the Netflix show, uh, what was that? What was that show, you remember? The one with that guy, the trap, Dark Tourist. He oh, yeah, he interviews yeah. Michael Channels on there as well. That's a good show too. Like if you're into this stuff, watch that anyways. Like just all of it, but the Manson, yeah. That yeah, was... Michael really, you know, he had a lot of stuff in his garage, and my buddy Stoner's in the the Dark Tourist as well. Cause that's how he puts that guy in contact with Michael Channels. But Michael is a very kind hearted person from everything I've seen and stuff, and I've talked to him on Facebook a little bit, like through comments. Like, I really, like, I support him out of anybody that involved with Manson. Like, there's a few others out there, but he's one that really, like, on a personal level. But, yeah, I think I'm going to have to steer away from this because I'm getting a little... Man, Manson, you can go, you could talk about Manson for hours. Oh, like, yeah. anybody can. Because yeah. it's, so, it's so much around it. Because there's even theories that the government basically, like, used Manson just to kill the... Uh, the whole hippie time back then. And yeah, it's, it can go, it can go deep. So the next cult we're going to talk about is the Scientology cult. Um, it's the fifth most famous cult. It fights against being called a cult though. Um, they have been accused of organizing harassment campaigns against former members and people who investigate the group. The U.S. government's Internal Revenue Service stripped the group of tax exempt status in 1960s. And a federal court ruled the founder, E. Ron Hubbard, medical technology was a fraud. So I guess they were trying to be like sort of sciencey about it, non religious, and got frauded out. And this is a quote. It says, when a religious, when a religion's founder is known to have said, if a man really wants to make a million dollars, the best way would be to start his own religion. You should be aware of that religion. That is what L. Ron Hub- 
Hubbard was quoted as saying to a 1948 science fiction convention while complaining about being paid a penny a word for his writing. Scientology was founded in 1952 by science fiction author L. Ron Hubbard. Scientology was based on Hubbard's system of Dianetics, which he called the modern science of mental health. Dianetics was supposed to be an alternative to modern psychology, which Hubbard claimed was lacking. According to those who left the cult, the core tenets of Scientology are hidden from members until they attain a certain level in the cult. The early stages involved manipulation of theoretic life force energy called theta, which represents the true identity of a person. Manipulation of this force helps to get one, quote, clear, unquote, done through an uh, auditing process by higher-ranked members. Thetans are also a race which created the universe for their own enjoyment, but a higher-levels member are introduced to the story of Zenyu, a tyrant who rules the Galactic Confederacy. This revelation has caused some members to leave the cult, while the Church of Scientology's heavy-handed tactics, isolation, and lawsuits have not only kept many members in line, but also served to maintain a conspiracy of silence among former members for fear of legal retribution. It can be argued the Church of Scientology is not a cult, based on its recognition by the IRS as a church for tax purposes. Italy, Spain, Portugal, Taiwan, and a number of other countries have recognized Scientology as a church. At the time, the United Kingdom, Germany, France, Belgium, Greece, and Canada have all deemed Scientology a cult and refuses to recognize its um, legitimacy. So that one's pretty crazy. <laughs> South Park. South Park did an episode on Scientology. We're like making fun of like Tom, Tom Cruise and all that. And stuff. Back in the day. That's been years oh, that's, ago. Um, that's pretty crazy though. Like they really got that down, down pat. They're like, oh, if you're a former member, you can't ever talk about anything or we're suing you. Like that's pretty legit. Like, that's a good way not to get your secrets out there and let people know what's going on inside your little circle. Yeah, true, true. <clears throat> yeah, I'm just not, I don't know, I'm just not big into that. Yeah. Definitely look at it. Um, I'm really bad at pronouncing things. This cult is he. It says he he was an Indian, like a, and then it has in parentheses Hindi, like a mystic guru. Um, I'm gonna try to say it, Bawan Sri Rajneesh. I'm just going to say Rajneesh throughout this because every time it talks about him, it has his full name. Sorry if that's disrespectful, but I I can't try to say that every time. Um, it says, of all the most famous cults in American history, the United States has only been heavily influenced by two. The Rajneesh, inf yeah, the Rajneesh infuriated American Christians when he declared the Christian God to be false. His cult ranks second among foreign cults to earn Nuriety in the United States. Rajneesh was an Indian Hindi mystic guru who had an international following prior to his appearance in the United States. In 1981, Rajneesh brought his congregation to Oregon, where it remained from 1981 to 85. 
In 85, U.S. authorities discovered that Rajneesh cult had committed an act of bioterror attack when it unleashed a virus on the people of the Dallas, Oregon, contaminating their food. Apparently, this was an effort to rig a local election. Rajneesh was arrested and charged with immigration violations as was, and was eventually deported from the country. 21 nations refused him entry to their countries. At the time of his ascendancy in Oregon, Rajneesh has the world's largest Rolls-Royce automobiles. That was a weird, that was weird to read. Was that just me or <laughs> was that very all over the place? All over the place. I don't even know really what to think of that one. The only thing I got from that was he pissed everyone off by saying Christian God is false and then contaminated food to rig an election. Seems so, legit though. That's 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 legit things. I mean that that's a good foundation for a cult, but that didn't really tell me anything about the cult. Um, I'm just going to get into the one that I made this episode for. So, here's a little backstory on this. I don't know why I became so obsessed with this, but you can ask Bruce. I've talked for months and months and months. I couldn't ever remember the name. And finally remembered it and got it wrote down and found what it was about. And it's actually probably pretty famous. But I was just like, I had fell asleep on the couch and I woke up. The TV was on a weird channel that I've never seen before. And it was the, it was like halfway through this documentary, just like this weird documentary. I had no idea what it was about. And it was about a cult. Um... And it was called the Source Family. The Source Family Cult. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of that or not. But, uh, I don't know. It really intrigued me. It caught my eye. I sat there and I just watched the entire thing. I didn't move. I just was so enticed by it. It really drew me in. I think about it often. And that's that's why I say I'm a sucker for it. Because, I'm, like, I really, if I was alive in that time, I would probably fall for this. Um, but the leader of the Source family, his, he was born James Edward Baker. He was born July 4th, 1922, and he died August 25th, 1975. Uh, he changed his name to Father Yod, or Yahawa, if I said that right, I, I don't know, I'm sorry. Um, he actually had, he started one of the country's first health food restaurants on the Sunset Strip in Los Angeles. Um, it's like an all vegetarian restaurant, like, it was, it, according to this, it was pretty cool. Um, he founded a spiritual commune in the Hollywood Hills known as the Source Family. He was heavily influenced by the teachings of Yogi Bahan and the astrological age of Aquarius. I am an Aquarius. I was just telling Bruce how I think that, like, that's why I'm drawn to it. Um. The family practiced communal living in Southern California and later in Hawaii. He was also led. Oh, hang on. They had a psychedelic 
rock band. It was an experimental thing. Uh, he was lead singer, and it's called Yahoo 13. Just like the exotic singing. No, like this is for real. <laughs> like when it says psychedelic, it means psychedelic. Like if you were tripping, I listen to it. Download the album. <laughs> like if you like to trip a lot, download the album. I could just listen to the White Album and become Manson. Um, I'm not gonna laugh. He's actually born in Cincinnati, Ohio. I didn't expect that. I really didn't. When I started researching it, I did not know. And uh, he, I, I don't agree with this, but he claimed to have been awarded the Silver Star while serving in the Marine Corps during World War II. But the corpse does not carry James Edward Baker's name in its official listing of Silver Star recipients. Baker also claimed to have become an expert in jiu-jitsu. He moved to California to become a Hollywood stuntman and was influenced by Nature Boys, a Los Angeles-based group of beats who lived a natural lifestyle, maintained vegetarian diets, and lived according to nature's law. Baker also studied philosophy, religion, and esoteric sorry, spiritual teachings even becoming a Vedantic monk for a time. He later became a follower of Yogi Bahan, a Sikh spiritual leader and teacher of Kundalini Yoga. In 1969, Baker founded the Source Restaurant on the Los Angeles Sunset, Sunset Strip. The restaurant served organic vegetarian food with such celebrity regulars as John Lennon, Julie Christie, and Marlon Brando. Jim Baker had two other successful restaurants on Sunset Strip, the, Where In, the Aware Inn and the Old World. Despite the claims that he had 14 different wives, he had only one legal wife as Jane Baker, and her name was Robin Popper, to whom he was married in 1970. They had a daughter together. Uh, her name was Tao, T-A-U, I think I said that right, born August 14, 1974. Robin said that at the time, he was a dirty old man on a lust trip. Dude. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I can't. See, like, this is what I'm saying. He definitely was. That is totally true. Like, Basically. when, at the end of that documentary, because they had, they had talked about how great this life was, how much they loved it, all the spiritual stuff, and I'm just like, oh, man, yes, let's start it again. I love it. And then at the end of the documentary, they start talking about, like, yeah, he was a perverted old man, like, sleeping with 16-year-olds, being 54, like, and it just ruined it. And I was like, my dreams have all been crushed <laughs> and shattered. Um, let me see. He had left Yogi Bahan in the 1960s and created his own philosophy. Philosophy based on Western mystery tradition. Changing his name to Father Yod and Yahuwah. Father what? Yod? Yeah, Father Yod. Why? It's part of his belief. Oh, um, Baker became the patriarch of a commune of young people who considered him their spiritual father. The group known as the Source family lived together in Hollywood Hills Mansion and was supported by the earnings of the Source restaurant which grossed $10,000 a day during its peak popularity. Some of the doctrines of the Source family were kept secret. However, they generally adopted a way of life that promoted natural health, organic vegetarian diets, communal living, and utopian ideals. Father Yod um, had a core 
communal group of 150 people living in the Hollywood Hills. He, his father Yod and Yahawah, had 14 wives and three children. His wives were named Makushla, Isis. I think Isis is the Robin girl. Like, I think that's, uh, I think that's his legal marriage. I think they actually legally married. Uh, but they all got new names. Like, everybody got a new name in the cult. That's kind of, sometimes cults do that. Well, that's what the Manson, like, Manson Manson had names for all the girls and all the guys. Um, Astral, Heaven, Prism, Aquariana, Harvest Moon, Galaxy, Lovely, Carlotta, Hypatia, Tantaleo, and Venus. With Robin now aham forcing the group. Oh, forming, not forcing, sorry. Forming the group. His children were Tao, Buttercup, and Yod. So I guess Robin is aham. I thought Isis was because he has the most pictures with Isis. Like, I thought that was his legal wife, like his first wife, but apparently not. But he has the most pictures with her. Yeah, it's just the one he cared about the most. I don't know. They got into it over him wanting to sleep with more women, though. Yeah, she's probably jealous. Yeah. Um, music was an integral part of the Source family, and many members were musicians. Father Yod formed a improvisational psychedelic rock band called Yahawa 13 with himself as lead singer. In 1973, the band began making limited pressings of their jam sessions eventually releasing nine albums that were sold at the Source restaurant for $10 each. The original recordings have become valuable to collectors of underground music. Celebrities such as Earth, Wind, and Fire would buy Source records out of the back of the restaurant. Other family musicians formed various bands, including Spirit of 76, Savage Sons of Yahawah, Yodship, and Breath. On December 26, 1974, the Source family sold their restaurant and moved to Hawaii. On August 25, 1975, despite having no previous hang gliding experience, Yod decided that he would go hang gliding. Of course, like same. <laughs> um, Yod used a hang glider to leap off a 1,300-foot cliff on the eastern shore of Auhu. I'm really sorry for, like, butchering all these names. Um... He crash-landed on the beach, suffering no external injuries, but was unable to move and died nine hours later. The Source family refers to this day as Black Monday. After three days of vigil, Yod was cremated and his ashes put to rest at the Lanakai Beach in Hawaii. And this says, uh, this is like his legacy. And it has a picture of Isis Aquarian from 2012. She's very pretty. Um, in 2006, two Source family members, Isis Aquarian and Electricity Aquarian, wrote the history of the religious group. A revised version of the book entitled The Source, The Untold Story of Father Yod, Yahawa 13, and the Source Family was released in 2007 by Process Media and included a CD with live Yahawa 13 performances, radio interviews, and family recordings. The Source Foundation was set up at www.yahawa.org and released... Lost Family Music through Drag City Records, Father's Morning Meditation Tapes through Global Recording Artists, a comic book, and The Source Family in 2012, co-directed by Jody Willie and Maria 
demo pals. Sean Ona Lennon credited the Source family with inspiring the look and attitude portrayed in the video for his 2013 song, Animals. The experimental sound collage program, Over the Edge, hosted by members of Negative Land, presented a Source family retrospective in the second half of the program on the night of June 30th, 2017. So, that was crazy. Hang gliding accident. With not ever going, <laughs> like, did he think it was going to go well? Like, did anybody with him to, like, say, hey, this is how you do it? Did he just, like, go out on his own and do it? I hate to be, like, so like, <clears throat> basic and typical, but I just keep wanting to say peace, love, and light. Like, he wasn't worried. <laughs> like, he had it all on his side. Could you imagine being so peaceful and just so in tune with the world that you just was like not worried not stressed not having anxiety like that's the life I am trying to keep on keeping on on my spiritual path to not be such a high strung high blood pressure anxiety filled bipolar mess and uh I want to be a father y'all and I want to be at that level Play some music and jam out. I'm gonna start doing yoga to his uh Yahawah thirteen. Well man, he had a nice beard. Oh, he's a very handsome man, very handsome. I didn't say handsome, I said he had a nice beard. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm adding that he's a very handsome man. Pervert. I'm not a pervert. He's old. Well, how old would he be now? What when did you say he was born? Twenty two. Nineteen twenty two? Mm hmm. hundred years old. 90, he's probably still alive, so he probably faked his death. Don't, you know, don't start with me. Bruce likes to say things like that because he knows I'm very paranoid and I love conspiracies. Yep, yep, he faked his death. He's living right He's going to get me going. You guys, if you see any, like, psychotic uh, Father Yod still out there posts, leave me alone. You've <laughs> <laughs> been warned. He's out there hanging with two pockets. Elvis. <laughs> Making, oh, man. making some videos and music. <laughs> but seriously, though, like, you guys should look up the book, the documentary, or even just pictures. Like, go to Google and look at the pictures. If you're not mesmerized by it, maybe I'm just crazy. I don't know. Like, I truly am just, like, We're recording this know. on Thursday, but tomorrow after I get home from work and we get the kids to bed, probably be watching. Because I don't know nothing really he about He hasn't seen it. And I don't know. I've only found the one documentary. And I don't know if that's the one that was on the TV or not. Probably not. I'm going to flip if it isn't. That's scary. I hope it's not. It scares me because <laughs> I honestly feel like that was like a call out to me. Like, here is Psycho. What if you watched the documentary that didn't really exist? That's what I'm saying. And you dreamed it all. No, what if it wasn't even a dream? What if, like, they never... No, I'm going to sound too crazy. <laughs> <laughs> you are you, you right there. I bet you that's what really happened. I stop, guarantee, stop I, it. I guarantee he it. is only doing this to fuel me up, guys. He is adding to my fire. He's trying to get me to sound crazy. I guarantee it. Because after we stop recording, I'm probably going to say everything. <laughs> just let it all out. I guarantee that's what it is. But some questions for you guys to think about. like. Oh, yeah. Let me yeah, ask go, Bruce. Yeah, go away from the conspiracies. 
He's alive. <laughs> Leave me alone. I'm gonna be up all night. Leave me alone. <laughs> um, would you ever start a cult? Would you ever think to start a? Cult? Well, sure. Like what? Like what? Most people. Like, would you just start one? I'm not really a religious person. A lot of cults are kind of religious. You don't have. In a way. Yeah, most of them are. But Manson wasn't. You could do whatever the hell you Jim want. Jones, it's your cult. Drink Kool Aid. Would you start one? Why would I need to? It's like what Manson said. I got friends. I ain't got followers. <laughs> They're my friends. My opinion, no. I would not start a cult because I don't, I don't like anyone. There, there's no need to. Start I don't a like cult, anybody. Start I have no reason for people to follow me around. They'd get on my nerves. Start a cult with just you. Like, I got three kids. That is my cult. Like... They follow me around looking for answers all the time. I can't do that with like 150 people. No. Can't do it. Of course you can. It's like, what was that movie, uh, Road Trip, when he tries to like do the Jonestown and the Jim, Jim Jones thing and drank the Kool Aid? They're like, well, apparently he was the only one that drank it and everybody just left. <laughs> Am I the only one going to laugh at that? Um. Oh. <sighs> <laughs> <laughs> Do you think that you could be, like, tricked I, into a cult? Do like, I think Father Yod's alive? Yes, I do. I'm telling you. What? What, what was the question? <laughs> do you think that you it's could... Me. Stop. <laughs> do you think that you could be tricked into a cult? Like, do you think someone could, hold like, on, be like, hey, on, this is on, my thing. On. Come with me. Every cult that you mentioned tonight, you basically <laughs> tricked into every one of them. So your answer is... <laughs> Yes. Uh, absolutely. You're like, wow, well, if I was back this time, count me in. It was so lovely just to watch that. I think with every single one except for the Waco one, I have been like, yeah. Change, change the subject a little bit, but the, we watched the thing that was on TV. Oh my God. It was the, it's the thing about the Zodiac where the guy thought his dad was a Zodiac. The it's like the most dangerous animal of all time. Yeah. Well, they made it. Well, she was like believing this guy. I was like, I thought there was some iffy things on it. Well, she didn't believe no. me. Fourth, fourth episode, it shows those iffy things. But like, she was all about this guy. Like, oh yeah, this, like, she was like, was not having it at all. He had us in the first half, not gonna lie. Well, I'd say the first three quarters, <laughs> the last episode just blew it all out of water. But no, I felt so bad for this guy. I understood him on an emotional level. Like, he admitted that he lied and everything, but he was a foster kid, didn't know where he came from. The sketch of his dad, I'm telling you, the sketch of the Zodiac and that guy, no, I mean it. They, twins, that, that was him. Um... No. But, like, he had some really good points. Like, he really... He made a lot of it up. Yeah, I get that, but he's very, like, emotionally damaged. He wanted to feel like he belonged somewhere. He wanted to know where his bloodline was. He wanted to know what was going on. Yes, he was probably trying to make money, too. But he was a very... Like, when he started crying, I was just like, damn, dude. Like, I felt so bad. I was like, I hope he gets some mental health help. And now you're in his cult. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> He'd be like, hey, can you come help me? I need some, like, mental health tips. I'm really upset about my dad. Like, yeah, man, be right over, and I'd be in a dungeon. Yeah. I I personally, like, like, if they, like, not, like, Manson, I love, I love listening to his interviews. I love listening to him talk. Yeah, me too. Like, 
an Edmund Camper stuff like that. Can yeah. you imagine if Edmund Camper actually had? Oh, he would brainwash the shit out mm-hmm. of people. It's... He's intelligent enough to actually brainwash. That's hard to do. And he's I feel intimidating. Like. Six yeah. to nine, that's intimidation. Like, he says, come with me, I have a nice place to live, we can all just peace, love, and light, and be happy. Well, what I liked about him, though, like, when they're interviewing him, like, he basically is a psychologist and diagnoses himself <laughs> during No, really, for real, yeah. He's like, yeah, this is my problem. Like, could you imagine somebody like that? Which, a lot of this, it's not, you can kind of say they're smart, but they're more smart in a way where they can manipulate people easy, but they go after people that... I don't want to say you, but <laughs> you know, like you know what I mean. Like it's like <laughs> vulnerable, yeah. crazy people. <laughs> it, like they they go after. I wouldn't say weak, but just like kind of weak. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like weak minded. I'm in not. A way. I'm not. Okay, I'm not weak minded. As in, like I'm actually really strong. Like I've been through a lot, and I can handle a lot. But when it comes to, like, I'm very gullible and good-hearted, and I try to see the, like, I'm very, I swear, you know, I I don't have a personality disorder, but I swear it's, like, two different people, because one's really gullible and good-hearted and thinks everyone's good and just wants to love everybody and fix the world, and then the other side of me is, like, fucking cold-blooded, just don't give a shit, I hate you, don't talk to me, don't ask me for shit, I don't believe you, like, no. Like, you gotta catch me on the right day. Because if I was in a bad mood, so somebody trying to do that, I could stab him in the throat. If I ask you tomorrow to join my cult, you're not going to. Depends on what kind of mood I'm in. Right now, this mood? Yeah, sure. <laughs> I'm but, all in. That, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, that's a bad point. It's like they manipulate people they know they can manipulate. Is the way you kind of look at it. Then, oh yeah, they'd get me for sure, though. They'd get me. You're an easy target. If I was in a good mood. They'd be like, wow. <laughs> Just like tell her anything. I got Fuck her. up this morning. I'm <laughs> 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 really filling my Cheerios what today. Other, what other question do you have? Uh, What's your favorite cult story? Not just any that we've talked about. What, what is your favorite cult story? Just all time. The one that you're in. <laughs> I'm gonna start my own, just so I can't be tricked into one. I remember going back to Manson. I talked to uh, the guy that says that he's Manson's grandson. Well, there's a lot of. Uh, That's the one I don't like, right? Yeah, the one that doesn't Punk documentary. Ass. Well, he actually. Um, well, there's thoughts now that he might actually not be the actual grandson. Like, they're trying to get a DNA test, and he's kind of refusing. And he ruined his fucking last wish. I can't get started I know, on but it. still. But what I'm saying, though, like, I joked with my mom, because I talked to him on the phone, and I told my mom, like, I don't know, you know, his phone conversation was good, but I was like, he's really wanting to start a family with me. And it kind of took her a little bit to get to get what I was saying. <laughs> <laughs> I guess she's not, like, actually have babies or something. <laughs> But then she's like, oh, I'm like, Mom, you know, we're the whole Manson, you know. And then she understood. Oh, I love it. <laughs> but, like, if I include, like, I don't really include the Manson family as a cult, I don't. But if you look I at it that way. I man. It really was a family. I'm really fascinated was. with him yeah. and stuff. But I do like, you know, Jim Jones. You know, that was an interesting one, because he, he had a lot of followers. 
and basically he talked of people in the drinking Kool-Aid to kill themselves. Like, how much power can you have over somebody that will literally, they will commit suicide to follow you? And make their kids do it, too, man. Like, that's crazy. Like, these kids are trusting you, and you're like, here, drink some... Drink some Kool-Aid. And there's a We're lo- going to go to sleep. There's a lot of good ones, though, that you really, like, you really don't know. Source Family has to be my favorite. Well, I don't know. They are definitely my top favorite. Like, I would join them, probably. <laughs> but also Manson, to too. <laughs> I'm very, I am very attached to the Manson story, too. Like, I don't, I am ve- I don't know what's wrong with me. I'm just It was because he was short like you. He, he was looked, a short man, wasn't he? Was he was like yeah. five two. <laughs> He's up two inches taller than you. Yeah. And they all have long hair. I love that. I love long hair. Men, women, I don't care. I love long hair. Like, I dig it. Oh, yeah. It's my vibe. Father Yodel. Y'all. <laughs> <laughs> he, had, he had long hair, didn't he? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Long hair and a beard. Well, his beard was like, it was Santa Claus long. Like, 60s and 70s, like when started being like you know groovy <laughs> and all that like yeah he is for the wrong era like that's my my jam instead of being born in the late 90s you need to be born in the 60s and 70s sex drugs rock and roll long hair crazy clothes i'm down i doubt it <laughs> i'm down <laughs> uh, you got any other questions Nope, sorry this one was so long, but we had fun, laughed a lot. Hope you guys can I didn't laugh, laugh at, at us too. I really did not laugh at all. Go to bed. That was you just talking in your other personality. Stop. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> that wasn't me laughing either. Stop it. <laughs> oh my god. Well, thanks for tuning in, guys. Um, Let us know what you thought of this. I'm curious. Was it good? Yeah, this is actually an episode she's been playing to do for about seven years now. <laughs> no, it has been a few months. I I really procrastinate. It was, and it, it, it's pushing a year. I get it. Really is though. It really is pushing a year because it was close to like right before fall, end of summer. You were. I always about talk it. about it, and I get too depressed, and I just I can't make myself do it. I thought it turned out. You you done a lot of good research on it. Which, like I said, like we said, cults are so many, and there's yeah. probably a lot of unknowns. We, we if you guys do... like this one, we'll do another one of, like, not-so-famous ones. We were trying Let to do more know. of a freestyle with, like, you know, some research onto it and some of our knowledge and just trying to make it more of a light, like where we joke and stuff. Yeah, like, like where we could laugh at it, because, you know, it's hard times, and Yeah, everybody, gotta laugh. stay safe, don't cough on people. She coughed on me the other day. No, I didn't. You coughed on my arm. I did not. It was bad. Now, um, well, my allergies are starting to act up. All right, guys. Thank you all for tuning in. And like I said, some of these are Waco. I know, I think there's two or three on Amazon Prime. Like I said, the Source family, it's on there. I can't remember if it's on Prime or not. You have to buy it, which I think is only, what, like three bucks? Oh, yeah. It is not much. But, yeah, you got, like I said, a lot of stuff on Manson. Like, you got a lot of stuff on a lot of documentaries. So, if you guys want to check any out, just, you know, search various ones. And if you need help, just message us and we'll help you in that process. But uh, thank you all for tuning in and we'll see you on the next one.